Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The Kia Sportage drives car of the year available at the Jones Boys Bunbury Kia DL15608. Text anytime on the temper at Bedshed text 0487 736 736 right across Western Australia. You're listening to The Run Home with Hayes and Marto. Welcome back to The Run Home. Well, Marto, eventually we get all the big names on our show and it's only taken eight months for us <laughs> to get this man. He, he mustn't like us. We must have done something wrong to Justin Long. We are the coach of the Fremantle Dockers. He joins us now. Longy, welcome to the show. G'day guys, hey, this is the first time I've got an invite Oh, come on mate, where have you been? We get Adam Simpson on the show every single week But uh, Longy just, he's too busy with all the other media commitments How are you finding coaching in your third season? No, it's going, yeah, going well mate Like, um, yeah, like everything, you, you settle into the role And you learn as you go along And you feel a lot more comfortable in certain things um, In certain areas So yeah, it's, it's been a really enjoyable year so far So um, yeah, looking forward to what's ahead. A season without COVID would be pretty handy too. Have you felt like you've been able to coach and teach the boys a little bit more in terms of structure and, and team things? Because for a period there, you could only train in small groups. Yeah, it has been a lot easier. Um, but, yeah, I mean, COVID's still proven to be a, a big challenge and uh, we've had a bit of, few disruptions, especially early in the year with players missing. Um, and we've... Yeah, had to go, sacrifice a fair bit of our personal lives and that sort of thing, which has been a bit tricky at times to try and keep the place fresh and keep the players' um, yeah energy levels high. But, um, yeah, it's been a lot better than the last couple of years. So we've been able to do a lot more training together and a lot more education in, in, um, in the classroom. And, yeah, that, that, that's been really handy. So it's a little bit more familiar to what I expected coming into the job. Um, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of that stuff's gone pretty well, mate. Longing across my time and probably the early days for you, coaches change. They generally change after two seasons, three seasons and beyond that. And they always go in with an ambition to be the same and remember how hard the game was. But what about for you? Do you feel like you're still the same person that when you come into the job? Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I did go into the senior coaching job not wanting to be that. And sometimes mm. you just have to reflect and, and make sure that you're not turning into a sour old man um, sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, getting the glass half empty um, yeah, mindset going sometimes. But, yeah, I had to check myself and make sure I um, prioritise the things that I, I believe in and are strong on. So, yeah, yeah, I'm always constantly checking myself to make sure I'm, I'm not turning into that coach. And it is funny, the players pick up on things over time as well. I remember with Trevor Gleeson, he softened a little bit over the duration of his course as head coach for the Wildcats, but we knew if he ever showed up and he was wearing jean shorts, he's in a good mood. And so he got all excited. <laughs> After three years, are the Dockers where you thought they would be? Because it's been an incredible season, but a lot of the work is done, the two prior to this one. Yeah, uh, I think we're... Yeah, about on, on par. 
I, um, you know, we've had a really good season so far, and um, the win-loss column is, is um, yeah, reflective of, of, of an improvement this year. But yeah, I think um, uh, it's been, it's an interesting one. When I when I got into the job, um, someone said, "Oh, you'll ta- it'll take two to three years before you you see the, the full the full changes you want to see." And I thought to I thought at the time that. Um, no, I'll get it done a little bit earlier than that. But they, they were right. The, the things with, within culture and systems you try and put in place within the footy club, it does take time to to change some of the behaviour stuff um, of the past, I suppose. So um, yeah, it's taking a little bit of time. Um, but I, I feel like we've got all the players on board now and, and swimming in the right direction. And um, I, f- I think our footy is is a, you know, probably a reflection of, of what we're doing off the field, to be honest. So. Yeah, it's going well, but never satisfied, and um, there's always another level you need to take it to. So excited about what's ahead as well. We had David Mundy announce his retirement. Obviously, a lot of legends have announced their retirement over the course of the last seven to ten days. I know when I got older, if I'd gone one more, they would have dragged me out of the club. Trevor Gleeson made that quite clear. (laughs) Was this a decision Mundy came to on his own accord, or was there a little push or a little nudge, or did he just walk in and say, you know what, Justin, I'm done, and I want to go out there and announce it? Um, oh well, that's that was the end product. I mean, we were in constant dialogue with all our players. So whether you know, he picked up a few things from me, or with our, my conversations with him led him to that decision, I'm not sure. You'd have to ask him. But um, you know, he's always been a guy that had wanted to leave a little bit in the tank when he when he left the door and, and didn't want to be you know probably kicked out. To be honest, so um, yeah, it's worked out. Worked out well for him to be able to announce it on his own terms and um, you know get the get the send off over the over the next few weeks and um, we'll try and make sure we can send him out as best we can. Sam Switkowski is back available. He trained today and he's the likely replacement to come in. But with Tabernard being out, it puts a lot of pressure on Rory Lobb. Are you tempted to maybe play some other tools? Josh Tracy, I know he hasn't been around the mark that much this year, but also Lloyd Meek in that role and, and put uh, Lobb at full forward and not in the ruck duties. Just in case you come to finals and there's big games where you do lose a couple of those bigs. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of it is um, yeah this weekend, and a little bit of it is looking forward. To, I suppose um, you know Swidler's clearly in our best twenty-two um, when he's up and going. Um, yeah, so we want to get him in the team and get him get him going as well. So he has missed eight or nine weeks, though. So we need to just be um, mindful of the risk we put him at, um, and yeah, try and get him back to his best. Um, yeah, whatever. He plays this week. Um, that'll be the that'll be the goal. So um, yeah, we'll work it, work through that with in uh, June selection tomorrow morning, mate. So um, there's a few options there uh, that we need to work through. Um, there's been times this year we've gone two tools down forward and that's worked, and then there's been times when we've had three down there and, and that's worked as well. So um, yeah, we'll sit down tomorrow morning and, and go through that. Rory Lobb's been such a good player. Is there a chance next year that he is a required player, he's still contracted at Fremantle, that if you can't get the right result, that he stays at Fremantle? Oh, to be honest, I haven't considered the alternative. Um, I've said all along that he's a contracted player and I've seen him as, as a required player, so I haven't really considered the alternative yet. So, yeah, that's, that's where my mindset sits. Longy, can you give us some insight into finding the right balance 
with your ball movement. I know when I was coaching, sometimes you try and go too quickly and then you turn the ball over, then you go too slow and then three or four games go by and you're not where you need to be and then you have a big focus and then you go back and you go too quickly again. But <laughs> I felt on the weekend you got the right tempo with the ball movement. It wasn't reckless. It was forward. It was continuing and the Bulldogs allowed you some good opportunities. But there was an improvement in that part of the game. Can you give our listeners some insight into that? Yeah, you're right. You're constantly um, yeah, tinkering with um, how fast you're going and, and different areas of your ball, ball movement, but different areas of your whole game. And the big, the, the thing um, with your ball movement is your, your fast play opportunities usually come off how well your, your contest and your, and your team defence um, is. So if you're more aggressive with your defence and turn the ball over in, in good areas, then your fast play ball movement looks a lot, a lot better. And I thought we were able to do that a lot better on the weekend. The pressure was up um, to, a, to a level it was at um, early in the year. And that allowed us to, to go back at the Western Bulldogs um, and get some really good looks on fast play. Um, and with slow play, um, yeah, you're just trying to shift the fence to try and find an opening up. I think we um, were probably going a little bit too lateral and a little bit too safe at times. And I thought on the weekend we were able to um, when we did change angles, we were able to go fast off that um, and, and, like you said, go at the game a little bit more. So I thought we got the balance going inside 50 right as well. Um, you know, we were able to take some marks inside 50, but we are also able to go to a contest at times and, and get to work at ground level. So, yeah, you're always after, always after a balance um, with your ball movement and, it's, you know, week to week you're trying to tinker with that um, as well as the rest of your game as well. So... You, sometimes you think you're in a, in a, you have a good game and you're in a good routine and your game plan's in a good place and then you lose a couple of different players to different roles and it can change things pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, it was plenty to build off on the weekend. Justin, I don't think it's any coincidence that of all the weeks to get you on, Hayes has got you on Derby Week where he won four Glendening <laughs> Allen medals. It's no coincidence <laughs> whatsoever. But does the Derby still mean what it used to to the players? Um, yeah, I'm not, not 100% sure. I, I know as a, as a coach, uh, all coaches roll out, you know, next week's the most important week. And uh, as a coach, I'm a firmly a believer of that. Like, we, um, we don't treat any uh, West Coast any differently to any other, any other team with the way we prepare and the way we scout. Um, but I'll, you know, I'm not sure whether the players um, still have that rivalry off the field. Um, you have to ask them. But I think it's the, the big thing is just the fan base. Um, you know, they get a bit of bragging rights from it, and uh, the, the media usually put a bit more work into this week, and that's probably where the the extra motivation comes from, or the extra hype comes from. Um, but yeah, as far as the players, I'm not 100 percent sure. As a as a coach, you sort of become so process orientated, you lose the emotion out of the game. So. You'd probably have to ask them, Marty. A question from Norman Kalgoorlie. How is Jai Amos looking for finals? Is he any chance of returning? Yeah, he will, he's actually going to play this weekend um, for Peel. So he's had a really, really good recovery from that um, injury he had to his kidney early in the season. He, we, we put him on the, the long-term injury list and probably thought it might have been season over. But, yeah, he's had a really strong recovery. So, yeah, he'll actually come back and, and play this week. So that's really exciting for him and us as a club. You're training today at Optus Stadium. How was the surface and how was Nathan Fife in training? 
Uh, surface was good. Um, yeah, I feel for them. They're every yeah, they've had so much rain. Um, I think they've had 70 mil there over the last couple of days, so it doesn't doesn't help trying to um, dry it out. But I think it's improving. Uh, it's definitely improved from um, a couple of weeks ago or, or a month ago as well. So so it's heading in the right direction. Um, and Fifey, yeah, he's not going to play this week, but he he trained really well. Um, he's feel like he's starting to get a bit more confidence in his body and he's able to let go a little bit more and uh, yeah he, he, he trained with really good intensity in the drills that he was in. Is Sam Sturt in contention for this week and what's been the messaging for him this season? Uh, yeah he'll come into consideration this week uh, the messaging for him has probably been around his intensity um, and making sure that the intensity that plays that plays with that waffle level allows him to step up and compete and um, contribute at AFL level. Uh, and probably early in the year, he, he struggled with that. Um, probably the last month, he's taken a really strong step forward. Uh, and, yeah, he's heading in the right direction. Whether it's this week or, or, or not, um, he's heading in the right direction with his footy. And four goals last waffle game, and I think he had four shots on goal that didn't hit didn't hit the goals column the week before. So it's not all about goals, but um, he's been able to hit the scoreboard and set goals up and, and bring the forward pressure that we're after and, and play with an overall intensity that will hold him in good stead if he does get an opportunity. Well, speaking of the goals column, I want to play a hypothetical with you. On the back of Lauren Jackson, she just got named in the Opals team at the age of 41. <laughs> Serena Williams, the goat of tennis, as far as I'm concerned, retiring potentially at the age of 41. I sit across from a 41-year-old. <laughs> if Paul Hazelby was out there today alongside Peter Bell and yourself, you've got one kick to win the game from, say, 40 metres out right in front. Who are you giving that ball to? <laughs> uh, 40 metres out? Yep. Did you say? Well, not Belly. <laughs> 20 years ago. Um, no, okay, Hayes. Very reliable shot on goal. There and, was uh, a great goal. Uh, we've got the audio. Big performer in big moments. Yeah, thank you, Longy. The audio, we do have the audio. We probably won't play it now. Well, yeah, let's no. play it right now. But uh, No, we won't play it now. We'll, we'll play it after you go, Longy. Thanks for joining us, mate. We do appreciate it. And hopefully we get you on before uh, the next seven months passes us by. Thanks for your time, Longy. And good luck against the Eagles. Get on you, lads. Catch us. Justin Longmuir there, coach of the Fremantle Dockers. Lot to dissect there. Do we really want to play Play it? the moment. Play go the on. moment. Okay. Since it is Derby Week. The best ever hang derby. On, did you hear what that commentator on. said? Can we start editing? Because we play this so often. I didn't take but, notice that before. Can we just cut it now, Jimmy, whenever it says first goal, no goals this season? Get that out of there. It must, have been, it. The, it must have been the first derby of the year, played in round two or three. Okay, That's okay. all I know. But very, very special. Let's hope we get that in Derby 55. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.